0: Film Geezers Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Film Geezers Podcast. I'm Robbo and I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful assistant, Cheeto. <laughs> Hello. Um, this is hopefully <laughs> the last part, part of three of our Batman special, which was going to be two parts, but kind of spilled over into three. Yeah. We're bad at planning, you yeah. see. So. Uh, well, we just like talking. Music. <laughs> First part, we covered the Burton uh, Schumacher films of eighty nine to ninety seven. Um, the last episode, we covered the Dark Knight trilogy and Batman v Superman. And this, um, this episode, I thought it'd be quite interesting to cover some of the well-known failed Batman projects, mm. of which there's been quite a few. Um, Warner Brothers are not um, not, not uh, unknown for their failed projects. I yeah, mean, we, we covered in I think it's podcast episode eleven. Um,
1: it was the failed movie. Yeah, wasn't it, was, it?
0: it was the best best films ever made, and the of hell. Yeah. Um, and quite a lot of them were yeah, Warner Brothers movies, weren't they? Particularly Superman was yeah. was one topic. Um, I don't know if we just wanted to. Quickly discuss um, Justice League. Yeah, well, it's a... not quite
1: a Batman. It's still, that's he, I think, I yeah. think he's still got a big enough part. Yeah. he can include it. But because think... we thought
0: we'd finish it, at Batman v Superman, because he's got kind of got a main role in it. But
1: yeah, I guess, and it's his first um, introduction in the DCU.
0: Batman is kind of the titular head of the yeah. Justice League. We, we ought to mention it now. I only watched the. Zack Snyder cut, so yeah. I can't comment
1: on Just Whedon. So, version. um, the only I think the reason why we've chosen to specifically speak about uh the theatrical cut is because it just goes to show how um Warner Brothers treat their properties. Well, there's
0: been a lot in the news recently about sort of there's kind of a little bit of bitterness between Whedon and, and some of the yeah. cast members, um. And particularly with Ben Affleck saying that it, it was possibly his worst experience ever making yeah. a film. That's why he didn't want to go on to do the Batman. Um, the I, liked, me, I liked the Snyder yeah, Cup. I thought it was, a, even at four hours, didn't seem four hours. No. I thought it was, you know, a really good introduction to um, all of the Justice yeah.
1: League characters. I mean, like we always say we would have preferred if they if each character would have done like in the MCU where they had their own movie, but, uh, basically the first hour and a half, two hours is, is just setting up the characters are setting up the story. And then after that, once you've get, get to know the characters, their backstory, then you can really push on with the story done. It, it, yeah. it, I think it had to be four hours, but I mean, I've just got straight into the, the, if the, the theatrical cut. I mean, there's so much that went wrong with this. Uh, I mean, it's the first Justice League movie we've seen. And, you know, it just got treated poorly, in my opinion. Um, Zack Snyder, obviously, he's, up to that point, he'd done all the films in the DCU. He'd done Superman, uh, Batman v Superman. Uh, obviously, The Man of Steel. Um, and he filmed about, I want to say, half half of this movie and he has a very particular style uh, a lot dark, darker a lot grittier fit for DC really isn't it yeah. um, perfect yeah. for DC in yeah. my opinion and unfortunately is about halfway through his daughter tragically took her own life so he had to yeah. leave the Understandably, project. Understandably he
0: yeah. left yeah. and like a lot of directors coming into a project they don't like to pick up where someone's left no. off and so they, I think, Whedon
1: went and reshot the whole thing. Well, that's they? the thing. Whedon has been known for like Buffy and the Vampire Slayer, yeah. the Avengers movies, the first two. And I think he's done a couple other yeah. MCU movies. And it's just Star was just totally different yeah. to, to Zack Snyder's. And it was never going to work uh-huh. in the first place. Uh, maybe if they got in a similar director to Zack Snyder, maybe could have steered the boat a bit. But still, it was yeah. almost like a poison chalice. But. Bringing someone who's stuck, I think they just panicked and were like, okay, he's done a, he's done a, um, like a, yeah, but he's done, he's done like, at the time, The Avengers was one of the most important movies because it was the first time you'd seen all the characters together and it was, in this case, it was DC's and, uh, yeah, he filmed the rest, rest of the movie, added in parts about, uh, this just stupid things like Warner Brothers, uh, Zack Snyder originally wanted it to be four hours, and they were like, "No, we're not going to do it four hours. We're gonna, we want it under two hours." And they made him, and they, uh, they made Josh Josh Whedon cut the movie to one minute, uh, one hour fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds, just stupid stuff like that. And obviously, the infamous, um, oh god, the Superman's face. Obviously, once they they. Um, filmed oh, yeah, most yeah. of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Henry Cavill, well, they filmed, they filmed the movie up to this point. Henry Cavill was off doing Mission Impossible and he had this nice chevron moustache and <laughs> contractually he was not, you know, Joss Whedon had to bring him back for reshoots. So he was not allowed to, to contractually shave it off. Mm-hmm. So they, uh, they spent the most money ever on CGI. For one thing, it was about 80 million, I think, or something like that, which is just ridiculous, <laughs> to, to remove this moustache, and it just looks horrible. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows it's so infamous, and, yeah, just stupid well, stuff like that. It was like with Ben Affleck, wasn't he, he, Yeah, he'd he put on a little bit away in between. Well, you, could, you could tell when he was back for the yeah. reshoots, because he was really in shape for the actual um, the actual shooting, yeah. and then with resho- reshoots, he was um nice and tanned. He looked a bit... Like, he didn't want to be there. Yeah. He was a bit um, chunkier. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was just, like I said, it was just a poison chalice for Joss Whedon. But, and, like, it's only now in the last, not that long ago, was it, that Joss Whedon, like, loads of actors and actresses have come out and said how horrible he well, used to work with, it it was
0: like, you
1: know... I know there's always been rumours in there yeah, about that, but... Toxic set. Especially on, on Justice yeah. League and...
0: Well, I think Gal Gadot came out in the in the news and in the press and said that you know she didn't like the way that he treated her. No. Um, obviously, Ray Fisher as well. Um, <coughs> in um, in Snyder's cut, Cyborg has a much larger role yeah. in it, and Weedon cut cut a lot of that, claiming that Fisher wasn't
1: a very good actor. Cyborg, I don't I don't think he he done bad yeah. and I think Cyborg is actually well, he seems to be actually in the, in the
0: Snyder cut he's one of the most important characters yeah he now. is
1: he's yeah he's up there definitely yeah. and um, but this is the thing after it came out obviously it, it made about 800 million yeah. which may seem loads but for Justice League think about Avengers at this point was uh, the year after they would have their movies for two years in a row yeah. would Hit the two billion mark, and yeah. you think like—I mean, on the, on a budget of three hundred million, yeah. it made six hundred, so it made just
0: over—it's mo- you know twice. Its and you know Warner back. Brothers, they want a fat paycheck, yeah. don't they? And, I mean, uh, they've,
1: they've cancelled projects for Western, yeah. haven't they? So, but Yeah. the fans were like, "No, this is." They they heard about all the backroom shit that went on, and they were like, "This," yeah. uh, you know, and the the stars like Henry Cavill and and Ben Affleck. They all came out and they... Because they, Warner Brothers sort of distanced themselves from, from um, Zack Snyder. He'd done nothing wrong. He no. literally... You know, could, he, what anyone would do, he, he went back home yeah. just to be with his family. Yeah. And yeah, they were kind of... Not bad-mouthing him, but yeah, kind of cutting him off. And Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck, that's, that's many reasons why... What, especially back, uh, Henry Cavill, because he loves playing Superman yeah. and they don't want him... To play him anymore because he's 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 come out and t- he's talked one about of it our and vocal
0: and people. and right? he, yeah, and yeah. he's
1: and he's on Zack Snyder's side, but yeah. the fans were like, no, this this is there was always this this um this talk of this Snyder cut, you know, yeah. always between the fans and stuff, and then uh, first off, we never I I never thought personally that we we'd get the uh, the film this early after like it's about four years after I just. I thought it'd take years and years and years and, but the fans kept them just hammering Warner Brothers like release the Snyder well, Cut the
0: fact they gave him was it about 80 million
1: to finish the film well that's the thing it, we were like release the Snyder Cut release yeah. the Snyder Cut and Warner Brothers was like okay they gave him yeah around 70 to eight, uh, 70 to 100 million yeah. just to film, the fil- uh, finish the film off and you get the, the Snyder Cut Zack Snyder's Justice League which is one the, the original was so convoluted um, yeah. It had the worst. Some of the worst CGI, As in terms of even the fight scenes, mm. in the large fight at the end where they go to that power plant, mm-hmm. uh, it's really dark. The actual, um, not the tone is, of course, the tone is dark. But I mean, the actual, even the colours are dark. Well, uh, Joss Whedon wanted everything to look so it has like this reddish filter mm-hmm. on it, and it just looks just, it just mm-hmm. looks dumb. Uh, I think. Zack Snyder's writing is much better in his cut than it is on Joss Whedon's, and obviously, when there's more time to introduce the characters, introduce their backstories, they have so much more layers, and you're you're invested in them, and you're invested in the story much more. So, yeah, much like much bigger improvement. And I said I would have preferred if one of would given would give Zack Snyder. Um, the, the chair to direct their own movies like uh, Cyborg's own movie and, or whatnot. but I mean it's, it's the best of what we got and like I said I was just surprised Warner Brothers even let him finish the film to be fair right. well. but yeah no it's, it's much better and if you haven't seen it then you've got to watch it because yeah. it is it's, it, it felt it felt like something big when you're watching it yeah. it felt like this was an event you know
0: well, it's an epic it needs to be yeah.
1: an epic oh yeah yeah that's a, that's why that's we describe it it's yeah. an epic it is it um, seems it you know there's there's all this like lore but then there's these huge battles so, yeah 100% but it's brilliant it's a brilliant oh. film and if you haven't seen it then you know
0: yeah definitely recommend it Schneider good, we did bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was us. Yeah, we've got a chimp on our podcast. <laughs> right, so let's let's actually start our podcast. Yeah. And where we're going to go. Yeah. So these are some of the failed Batman projects that have been proposed over the years. Now, this is kind of a bit out of left field. <laughs> so a year before the first full-length theatrical film, which was actually 1966's Batman the Movie, which starred Adam West, Long-time Godzilla movie writer Shinichi Sekizawa proposed the idea of, oh, get this, Batman versus Godzilla. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. A film that would have pitted Batman and Robin in a battle against the king of the monsters. So they'd basically be using bat technology to fight Godzilla. So there's still a lot that's unknown about the project, including whether Sekizawa ever actually pitched this idea to DC. And whether it was abandoned because of the Batman T V show and movie starring West. But interestingly, Godzilla and Batman are both one of property. Oh team. yeah. Yeah. It could happen. We can do it. Zach's you No, we can do it. <laughs> you know we'd be we'd be wanting to write that screenplay for There it is.
1: Well, actually, could work, it's, it'd be quite interesting to see. This is the thing, I think back in the 60s, it's it just I don't know, it's yeah. just because that would have been Batman's first full length feature yeah. film. And I just think if you start off with Batman v Godzilla, yeah. then people are just gonna see his characters being like a uh, totally different tone and, and nowhere to go with it. No, no yeah, it, so that's something maybe something you build up to, isn't yeah. it? You yeah. know, but I don't know how that works, even nowadays, like we. Back then, Batman was a bit... But but... It, like, nowadays, you could just have it as a separate
0: storyline, because that's all they do. They go, oh, yeah, it's a different universe, and, you know, different...
1: It would just be ridiculous, would <laughs> not it? Like, Batman's this dark, <laughs> troubled character, and he's fighting <laughs> fucking Godzilla, you know? <laughs> I mean, would I want to see it? Yes, yeah. but I don't know if it'll work <laughs> or not. It's right. dumb. So, um,
0: obviously, after... 1989's Batman, in its sequel Batman Returns. Tim Bernard initially planned on directing a third film starring Michael Keaton. And the movie wouldn't, would, brought back um, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, but also Billy Dee Williams as Harvey Dent. And he would then transform into Two Face and amazingly join forces with The Riddler, played by Mickey DeLence, better known as drummer from the monkeys now i do know that he was a child actor i think he did some like disney stuff so he's not he's not a completely left sort of field choice but it would have been a bit weird seeing that you know um in addition rennie russo was set to play dr chase meridian which was a a part that was later played by nicole kidman and marlon wayans was attached to portray robin now he'd actually been cast in batman returns and uh uh, was no, i think was cut from it for some reason um however when batman returned, saw a significant drop off at the box office from his predecessors and it was criticized for its kind of dark and macabre tone warner brothers abandoned it and brought in he pushed him up pushed him up sorry pushed tim burton up to producer and brought in joel schumacher for the more family friendly yeah. batman Forever. Um, and that's one of the reasons Keaton left as well because he yeah. didn't like the, the, the way that the, the, um, the character was being it was it was getting more to its sort of campy 60s almost roots in a way um Rania Russo was considered too old for Valkyrie, yeah. so that's why Nicole she was replaced with Nicole
1: King. and um their first choice for Robin was um for was for Leonardo DiCaprio was their yeah. first choice but Child Labour Laws uh Meant that he, he could only only um, shoot about a couple of hours a yeah, day. Yeah,
0: because you, you, you can't shoot at night and no. other
1: other restrictions as
0: well. Um, yeah, and and then obviously two for you know for for some reason don't know why Billy D Williams re, was replaced with um, Tommy Lee well, Jones.
1: He, I think he he the reason why he was replaced is because he they wanted him in Batman Returns. Yeah, and he he turned it down, so that's why they, they had they had to create the Max Shrek character. Oh, okay. And boom. Were... <laughs> <laughs> that's Christopher Walken. If you ever <laughs> see, I,
0: I never thought I'd ever see Christopher Walken saying boom <laughs> <laughs> in a Batman movie. Yeah.
1: But yeah, um, and I think Warner Brothers were a bit bitter about it, yeah. so they they well, we they could... do
0: they do get a little bit like that, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Um, because obviously they, had, they offered the Riddler to uh, Robin Williams as well who turned yeah. it down because he didn't like the way he was treated he was like a pawn basically he yeah. was um, I think from 1980 um, Warner Brothers had always wanted Jack Nicholson to play the Joker yeah. and he'd, he'd never fully committed to it so they, when they came to do the 89 film they all but I think cast Robin Williams in the role as a really just to, um, to, to get Jack Nicholson yeah. to sign on and obviously Robin Williams was a little bit bitter about that as you would be. Yeah. So when he when he was offered the chance to play the Riddler, he he turned it down saying he'd never worked for Warner Brothers. Be interesting now if, if he actually did make any one, I'll have, to, I'll have to research that and see if he ever did. <laughs> but yeah, so so uh yeah, that was abandoned in favour of Joe Schumacher, who brought us Batman Forever.
1: Which i which I mean we'd all have rankings later. that. No, yeah, uh, but...
0: yeah. Um and obviously Batman and Robin, which was yeah. Resoundly critically and um, box office well, what am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> critically panned and did, did didn't do anything really at the box office no. or not, not to Warner Brothers' liking anyway. And essentially, like Clooney said, killed the franchise really. Yeah. Um, before that, though, following the success of Batman Forever, which actually outgrows Batman Return, Schumacher was rehired to direct its sequel, Batman and Robin. Pleased with the way that it was apparently Warner Brothers were pleased with the way Batman was shaping up. <laughs> so he's, he was actually um, approached about making another Batman movie. This would have been Batman 5. Um, i had a guy called Mark Protasevich to write the
1: script. That's odd because Mark yeah, has written so many scripts that have never been produced. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah it's just odd. It's one of those things.
0: So unlike his first two outings with the Cape Crusader, Schumacher wanted his Batman five, which was also going to be known as Batman Unchained. He wanted it to be more darker tone of Burton's films. Um it was equally psychological and it would see the Scarecrow, a role Schumacher courted both Nicholas Cage and Kuro to play, team up with Harley Quinn in an attempt to psychologically torture Batman. So some of these themes were actually kinda of reused in the um Batman Begins were they with the Scarecrow and not obviously Harley Harley Quinn and they were going to reimagine Harley Quinn as the Joker's vengeful daughter and obviously Mm. in the end the project was cancelled after Batman and Robin bombed both critically and commercially in 1997 so I don't know I mean it's it's difficult isn't it to blame a director it's you know you, you kind of you don't know how much it is the director on yeah. the studio.
1: Well, it's the thing. I think the studio sometimes has to. When they hire a director, they got to tell you where the boundaries are. Yeah. Obviously, Tim Burton was too dark. Yeah. But they kind of it's kind of like they let Joel Schumacher do what, they want, and like sometimes that's good, but sometimes you got to yeah. have those boundaries. But no,
0: because Batman and Robin, he was told that it it, it needed to because I think Batman forever was a PG thirteen, mm. and they wanted to get the lower rating so it would attract more kids, so more merchandising. So that it basically Batman and Robin was to sell toys essentially. And it's it was one long advert for you know, toy advert, which mm. you know, it's it's difficult when you're working in sort of strict parameters like that to produce something that you want to produce and and then um you know stick within the studios
1: remit, really. I was warned about brothers didn't buy DC. I wish it was not never... a <laughs> i a film company. Yeah, but yeah. So obviously we
0: were we were kind of spared from uh, another Schumacher yeah, film, because yeah. um, obviously he, he he I think did make the client and um, he made the client. He yeah. made
1: um. Uh, so his his words. What was that the film with um Simon Jackson when he's he's the dad and his kids get. Uh, Time, to, Time kill to kill. Made, yeah.
0: yeah. So he's worked with some really dark subject matter yeah.
1: and made some really good films.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's just, just Warner Brothers screwed him.
1: Yeah. over it. So, I say he's, he's a really good director, yeah. but it's not Warner Brothers is. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not just other. I mean, it's not just Warner Brothers. I mean, there's loads of production companies, studios that probably have stacks and stacks of unmade scripts. no no I mean one of those cheap their properties like that you know yeah so apparently uh, there was going to be an idea for a Batman and Robin spin off Um, they were going to a spin off of Catwoman so they're actually going to give Michelle Pfeiffer her own Catwoman film but I think at the time she didn't want to return because she was um, she was either pregnant or she had young kids and didn't want to go through that again. Um and so it it kind of stayed in limbo until two thousand and four Catwoman um came out with Halle Berry in it. And that again is another film that's been sort of critically panned, yeah. isn't it? And so that probably would have killed any chance of a any more sort of Catwoman films, I would have thought. Um Apparently Chris O'Donnell said that they were going to do a a spin-off of Robin as a separate character back in the day, and basically Batman and Robin killed that as well. Um, The Dick Grayson character, or version of Robin, hasn't been depicted in a live-action movie since then, though he did receive a shout-out during 2012's The Dark Knight Rises when it's revealed the character Josh Blake, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, his legally named Robin Blake and in 2016's Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice it also nodded to the death of Robin in the DC EU prior to the film's events so basically they, had to, they killed off Robin in, in the DC universe <laughs> so I mean I don't know it, it's kind of odd because at the end of Dead Night Rises it almost felt like the sort of it'd been handed yeah. you know the sort of he'd been given the Cave, hadn't he yeah and it's almost like was, been, it would have been
1: cool to see like because I actually thought George would go level it was good it's um, this thing he, he is Robin but he's yeah. not Robin at the same time it's like because he's, he's, yeah. he's a police officer and then he gets he gets promoted to be a detective yeah. but he's totally different to Dick Grayson isn't he yeah. uh, I don't know, obviously that comes with the darker tone of the so film so obviously but in
0: um, Batman and Robin uh, Dick Grayson uh, Chris O'Donnell he's uh, originally a circus performer, trapeze artist. Yeah. And his family are killed uh, by... The, uh, it's, is by it? it's by um, Harvey, Dent Harvey Dent and yeah. his, his henchmen. Yeah. Uh, and he kind of blames Batman for it. But then he essentially becomes a ward of... Bruce Wayne adopts him, really, to stop him going into care. Yeah. And then he's going to leave... But he decides to stay when he finds out Bruce Wayne's Batman, yeah. and so he kind of um, forces himself onto Bruce as being Robin. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a very different character to the the Robin Blake character. Yeah. But it almost said, like I say, it almost felt like at the end of Down Nine Rises that that was kind of opening note for a for a, a spin off.
1: Yeah, of, of Robin. And I, I, this is the thing. If it was, I reckon people would have watched Robin spin-off because we never had it before we've never had a film dedicated to him yeah you know not many people a lot of people know batman's backstory and whatnot nobody nobody knows robins really so um because
0: obviously in the dark knight trilogy um he met batman as a young kid didn't he Yeah, and that's kind of why he wanted to join the police force and and everything um so yeah i mean it would have been interesting i think yeah 100 percent i don't know so the next one is a film called Batman Dark Knight. So not long before they decided to reboot the Batman's franchise in the two thousands, Warner Brothers was approached about making a film titled Batman Dark Knight based on the script by Lee Shapiro and Stephen Weiss. And that would have been based in part on Frank Miller's classic comic book story, The Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight, like Batman and Chain, featured Jonathan Crane, also known as the Scarecrow as a villain, and saw Doctor Kirk Langstrom transform into his infamous alter ego. Man Batman. As with Schumacher's proposed Batman 5, Chapin and Wise's plan was to take the Cape Crusader back to his darker roots and away from the campier inclinations of the prior two installments. In the end, Warner Brothers passed on the project and turned its attention to making a film about younger Bruce Wayne instead. So I don't know, it seems like a lot of these sort of proposed films. I mean, even, even the name itself, The Dark Knight Returns, um, you know, because I don't... Was, was Dark Knight based on Frank Miller's comic books?
1: Mm, Dark Knight... Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Um what have noticed, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was based on uh, Dark Knight Returns, yeah. Year One and The long Halloween. Yeah. Most of the most Batman movies are, to be fair. Yeah. But, yeah, um that's interesting
0: so it seems that you know this, the character of Scarecrow which probably isn't most well known no. character guess I mean he's the only one that appears in all of the three Nolan films doesn't he
1: and Nolan made a choice to, to, um, yeah. to have uh, Scarecrow and Lazul Gaul as his um, villains wasn't it because they're yeah. not very well known
0: because I think Batman Unchained, or the, or the next Batman 5 Schumacher's film, mm. would have featured Jonathan Crane in it. Yeah. Because it introduced a character right at the end that he he's the director of Arkham Asylum. And I think he was Jonathan Crane's psychiatrist. Right, yeah. So I think the idea was that they would have featured the Scarecrow in the original films had they continued. Yeah. Well, yeah, Man Bat. Um, I've kind of heard of Man Bat he's not the most well known don't know a lot about him so at one point Warner Brothers had both a live action adaptation of the Batman Beyond animated series and a movie based on Miller's comic book Batman Year One in the works but it was the latter that really gained traction in the early 2000s the studio hired Darren Aronofsky to helm the film which would have dramatically altered Batman's classic origin story by having Bruce Wayne lose his fortune after his parents are killed and become a proper street-level vigilante. Aronofsky has compared his vision of the Cape Crusader to taxi driver's Travis Bickle and claimed the movie at large would have resembled 70s thrills like Death Wish in terms of its grim tone and violence. Warner Bros. had imagined imagine, was always wary of the project, but it may have been Aronofsky's push to cast Whacking Phoenix as Bruce Wayne when the studio had its eye on Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, that acts as <laughs> a father on the coffee. One so of Brothers, but that's an interesting. I mean, obviously, what they did is they they had the the animated, yeah, uh, which was it's huge success, wasn't it? Yeah. Um,
1: oh, this, <laughs> right. So Darren Aronofsky, they've done the right thing in getting in a competent. Yeah. Yeah. he's brilliant. You know, he it's probably done just after Wreckman for a Dream. Yeah, he's brilliant at character studies. He's brilliant at, at actual stories, yeah. and. It sounds really um, good, doesn't it? It sounds as proposed you know, I mean thing you,
0: look, you look at like the wrestler, for example, I mean that is quite yeah. um, quite a dark film, yeah in a lot of ways, so you can handle that really really heavy dramatic film but this is the, and, he, and, and the, I kind of like the, I don't know do you like the idea of Bruce Wayne losing his fortune after his parents are killed and actually becoming a
1: vigilante like uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I think Working Finks would have been a really. Yeah. He was younger back then. He would have been a good. He's a. Yeah. Everyone knows how great. They're very,
0: very different.
1: Bruce yeah, Wayne. but everyone knows how world class yeah. actor and they wanted the guy that played um, Fred in the Scooby Doo yeah. movies. It's just ridiculous, yeah. mate. Oh, I don't. I just don't get it.
0: Because it's almost like they're running back to their kind of Val Kilmer, George Clooney sort of
1: Batman. Yeah, clean Isn't, cut. You know. Nowadays, I, I feel like Batman is chosen on. The actor's acting ability. Yeah. Of course you've got to have a certain look, but it's you've got to be a really good actor yeah. to do it. Where they were just going for who, in their eyes, yeah. fit the image of Batman. It was just... Yeah, so, mate. So, early yeah. two
0: thousand, was Freddie Prinze Jr. actually big in the early two thousand?
1: Yeah, he was. He'd he, he done... Apart from Scooby-Doo. He'd done We Were Soldiers. Yeah. He'd done Scooby-Doo. Um, he'd been in quite a few other movies. He was, he was really big for a couple of years. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I just I don't know. It's just one of those was so terrible, <laughs> were not they? <laughs> That's all I have to say, really. All oh, right, yeah. Um, Batman v Superman. Well,
0: like some fourteen to fifteen years before we got the Batman v Superman, uh, there was a similar crossover titled Batman v Superman in the works as part of the then Warner Brothers head Alan Horn's efforts to revive the Batman and Superman movies. At the same time, he came with this idea, what he called, what he said, ten poles. So he had these this idea of five temples, which would be five um, properties that would be core that would you know hold up Warner Brothers. Basically, one of them would be Batman and Superman. Yeah. So I guess his idea would would be like with with um, Marvel is to produce you know one film or maybe two films a year. Yeah. With Batman in and Superman and right. something like that, you know. Um, and that kind of. Never happened, really, did it? No. Um, the project started with a pitch from writer Andrew Kevin Walker, but was later revised by Batman Forever and Batman and Robin Riker, uh, writer Kira Goldsman. In an interview in May 2020, Goldsman revealed the film of Colin Farrell and Jude Law lined up to play Batman and Superman, <laughs> with Wolfgang Peterson, director. <sighs> oh, directing. my God, mate. I mean, Wolfgang Peterson is known, more known for his action
1: films. Yeah, big which, blockbusters, you know. You well, know,
0: maybe he's not much of a character study no. kind of I
1: don't think he, he, he I don't think he has the, the detailed directing style you, you need yeah. to have as doing a Batman v no. Superman film
0: uh, Colin Farrell as Batman I cannot see it mm. although he's going to be Penguin isn't he Yeah, well, I can't Susan see him as Batman War, Superman
1: I cannot see this no. posh prick as <laughs> <laughs> Superman
0: yeah but what about Henry Cavill
1: Henry Cavill. He- look at Henry Cavill compared to Jude Law.
0: Yeah, but he's English and he's quite posh as well. But look
1: at him. Oh no, pets. physically. I mean, yeah. yeah,
0: but I mean, anybody can. can I mean, I, I could play Superman. Give me six, six months, six years in the gym. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no, just yeah, Jude Law. Just he doesn't look like Clark yeah. Kent either, you know. But
0: but I think yeah, like like you say, I think they've you know, it's gone from Batman's gone from this kind of campy. Um, character to, to be really quite dark because he is dark he's, you, he's a serious character yeah. and you need somebody who can yeah you got to have the action as well and Superman's quite quite a complicated character yeah, he is, as well yeah. uh, so I think you need actors who can, can pull that off
1: really don't go on Jude Law is a really good actor but I just, yeah. I just you need someone to also fit yeah. the part and he just doesn't in my opinion but yeah. well they described it as the darkest thing you've ever seen
0: complete with going to kill off Alpha Man how dare they? And Joker devising a cruel scheme to break Batman emotionally. Perhaps unsurprisingly, Batman v Superman was later abandoned so Warner Brothers could keep the two superhero franchises separate and focus on making, respectively, a darker Batman reboot and lighter Superman movie, which would become Batman Begins and Superman Returns, respectively. So, yeah, you can't kill off the two.
1: No. Offering, man. Come on. there will be riots across the world. <laughs>
0: But yeah, it's, it's uh, I don't know because I think I think um, it, you know Batman v Superman was described if, if that ever happened that was kind of nail in the coffin that was the last ditch attempt yeah. to
1: to revive a a faltering um, faltering property. you know and after that, think, if that would have happened we would never have got the Dark Knight trilogy no. Superman Returns which we both like
0: yeah yeah you know so. I mean, Superman Returns is essentially the fifth instalment of the original Superman films starring yeah. Christopher Reeve, and obviously Warner Brothers dicked about so much that it took I think it's like sixteen years for that film to be made, yeah. and because it made only only made four hundred million dollars or something, yeah. they they deemed it a failure because they were going to plan on
1: making another. Even though the film. previous year, Batman Begins made about three hundred fifty million. I yeah. just don't get it. It's just, yeah. yeah, and we. I think yeah. Brandon Ralph was a brilliant yeah. man, you
0: know. But, like I say, they they hesitated on Greenlight in another film that yeah. would have been Man of Steel. That they. That Brandon. The option on Brandon Ralph ran out. I think, as happens, you know, people leave projects and go yeah. and work on other things. And then, then, obviously, Schneider came along and rebooted the whole franchise as
1: uh, Man of Steel. They'll no, do a lot of Man of Steel. So, yeah, I mean, it is, it's it's. It's much more yeah. of a character study. It's yeah, much it more character based, isn't it? But, yeah, yeah. That's just my little. Yeah,
0: and it ignores some of the the obviously in Man of Steel, this whole idea of Superman's identity being hidden from Lois Lane. Yeah, um, which I think Snyder said that you know, quite. I mean, it's you know, practically yeah. You can't you can't see Superman being being able to hide his identity behind a pair of glasses <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, just the way he, he does his hair. Well, that's part of the fun isn't it that people
1: mm. don't know it's him when obviously it is obviously like I'm not a, this, I'm not a super fan of Superman as no, you are no. so it wasn't a problem but we're getting into Superman yeah, aren't no, we no, that's alright <laughs> I know you can talk about Superman <laughs> no, <for ages>. yeah. <laughs> Um Justice League Mortal
0: so the, a Batman and Superman crossover wasn't the only thing that Warner Brothers considered then abandoning the 2000s before revisiting the concept in the DCEU Mad Max director George Miller was on the cusp of beginning production on his Justice League movie titled Justice League Mortal in the summer of 2008 when the studio pulled the plug on the whole thing on the heels of the Dark Knight's massive critical and commercial success. Army Hammer was attached to play Mm. Batman in the film and they described his version of the character as being severely psychologically almost deranged and closer to Bale's iteration of Batman um, than anyone else's the actors also said he's actually happy Justice League model didn't happen as it feels they wouldn't have turned in a great performance or even a good performance it would have been just whatever coming
1: at such an early point in his acting career and that's the thing I, I think Armie Hammer was a really good actor yeah. but it was just yeah too early and you can't really this is the thing I don't get it you can't release a Justice League movie in 2008 one with that Um. while well, the Dark Knight trilogy was was um yeah, you know, second movie came yeah. out, and two. Well, it's odd to, to release a Justice League movie in the middle of a run of a Batman yeah. film and have a different Batman. Batman. Yeah, just doesn't make sense. You know, and even I, though I do think Army Hammer's yeah. a really good actor and he yeah. looks the part, but yeah, I agree with him. I'm glad it was shelved, really.
0: I mean, the idea of continuity, like with, like with the MCU, you, you want every. Character to be played by the same actor yeah. in all the individual films and the crossovers and everything, but I don't know. Warner Brothers, in it, <laughs> that's,
1: that's good. you can put it down
0: to it, yeah. It? So, I mean, you know, the idea of a Justice League is good, you know. I like, yeah. I like the idea of um, I actually want another Justice I'm League i actually movie. like, like I said, I, I, I'm I much prefer DC over yeah. Marvel, yeah. Same here, um, you know, I'm not, a, I just find. I just like the darker characters, yeah. that's what I like. And I just like the way that. They feel much more real, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. So, our last one is Ben Affleck's The Batman. So, we know that initially, Warner Brothers planned to follow Batman v Superman and Justice League with a solo DCEU vehicle for Ben Affleck's iteration of the Cape Crusader, simply titled The Batman. <laughs> The film reportedly would have been a mystery and psychological thriller in the vein of David Fincher's The Game, with Affleck reprising his role as Bruce Wayne in addition to co-writing the script and directing. So, he's doing a bit of everything. Like, yeah. Might the fiend toon, Sing the fiend <laughs> <laughs> I wish I didn't have ears. Or <laughs> and, and basically, what happened is that um, it's, it's been in the news quite recently that he says that he had such... Um, Un- unhappy time making Justice League. Yeah, as you would. But he said, you know, he probably wouldn't have. It could have been any film. He said because he was going through some personal issues at the yeah. time. He was going through a divorce. Um, I think he said he was he was sort of de- became dependent on alcohol, mm. and so he felt that taking on you know directing and writing and acting duties on a on a Batman film was a little bit too much. He said, you know, maybe a few years ago maybe when he was in his 30s he, he you know he just didn't have the passion for it anymore no. and he decided to check himself into rehab before um uh, the film so that led obviously to uh Matt Reeves being brought in to write and direct uh, and Robert Pattinson taking over the the role playing a, a less experienced Thirty-something Batman,
1: which we both can't wait for.
0: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know where where it's going to fit in with the actual chronology of the, the films. Well, it's its own thing because it's obviously
1: not a, it's not a DCU film. Yeah,
0: but if Affleck had carried on playing Batman, that would have been probably the Batman from the Justice League. It would have been, yeah. It yeah. would have been in
1: the DCU. So
0: they've obviously had to come up with an idea of trying, you know, a standalone film or the start of a a new yeah. series it's got nothing you know, to do film. with the DCU yeah but but then Ben Affleck's coming back in the flash yeah
1: so that's 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 a DCU yeah. movie but the Batman is
0: Michael Keaton as Batman yeah which is kind of odd how they're going to do that because what I read is like Michael Keaton's Batman you know Batman is, is essentially the head of kind of the Justice League and they were going to sort of having more of a Nick Fury character yeah. from MCU. So rather than actually go out on missions and things, he would be more
1: of sort of it's a management. Of move to make. I think it's a move to make, yeah. I just don't know how
0: Keaton and Affleck are going to be Batman in the same film. Uh, Unless it's ultimate timelines and other I things. I think it's and, something
1: to do with a multiverse. Yeah. Yeah, because DC likes to explore that a lot. Yeah. So this is the thing, we've... we've with comic cool, book movies you just got to kind of say okay it's fiction and <laughs> yeah. they can do what they want to so say it's, multi- yeah. it's multiverse I think is the only way they can do it all you know but
0: yeah so um The Batman is going to be released I think it's March isn't it this yeah. year we're, we're March reading, 4th we're really, 2022 really looking forward to it Um some of the familiar characters are going to reappear um we've actually got Zoe Kravitz family, it's his, as, uh, who
1: it's, uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter
0: yeah and she's going to be playing Selena Kyle yeah. aka Catwoman we've also got uh, Paul Dano or Dano as Edward Nashton on the Riddler oh we like him yeah Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon uh, John Turturro as Carmine Falcone which I don't know a bit odd he's, he's more of a comedy actor yeah, but yeah. I, I
1: trust matt leaves though uh
0: peter sarsgaard as gil colson who's gotham's district attorney mm. and andy circus as alfred yeah, pennywell legend man. so bit of a younger alfred yeah. than although alfred in um jeremy irons version of alfred was very different to michael yeah. james very very different to michael goff's so Jeremy Irons kinda of ditched the um you know, the tails and went from more he looked like a mercenary,
1: didn't he? Yeah, right? he goes more he's in, more involved, isn't he? Yeah. And then obviously you got as um Oswald Cobblepot. The, oh, penguin. the yeah.
0: penguin. yeah. Yeah. So interesting casting, I
1: think. <laughs> no. Oh, I think it's slightly left field, yeah. but um I'm just I'm just really looking forward to Rob Patterson as as yeah. Batman. I think he'd be brilliant. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, this—he's—he looks the part, but he also is a brilliant actor. So, yeah, yeah, and hope this is finally his time to um, distance himself from the Twilight movies. Yeah, yeah. and show people what a brilliant yeah. actor he actually is.
0: Yeah, because I, I guess that's kind of—he's—he's he's kind of when you say Robert Pattinson, you think of Twilight, yeah. like kind of tweeny. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, hope so. I'm, Absolute I'm, I'm, for I'm it. yeah, We've got, it was, we're gosh. ready to. Book them when they come out with VIP, yeah. mate. I think, you yeah. <laughs> know, yeah, definitely
0: right. So, that's the films that mm. never happened, um, or went through. but I mean, you can see like there's some elements of, of stories, yeah, got, 100%. Because obviously, they're based on the same um source material, yeah. so they're obviously gonna have some yeah, scripts get rewritten as yeah, well, you know, yeah. So, it's time now for so ranking. we're gonna rank the movies and we're gonna
1: rank our oh, oh, batman well. yeah and then batman okay right so right, so we could say what uh so what's <laughs> the last place for you last place um
0: i think batman and robin oh yeah mine's batman and robin yeah. as well um next i think um batman yeah, yeah i'm gonna i'm okay. gonna say the same yeah i actually liked batman returns better please don't and kill us so, my next one would be Batman Returns, maybe. Mine is Batman Returns <laughs> <Yeah>. as well. <laughs> and then Batman Forever. Mine I is actually Batman Forever, really, yeah. I really quite liked Val Kilmer Batman. Val Kilmer is a brilliant Batman, um, and also
1: Tommy yeah. Jones is just brilliant yeah. as Harvey Dent.
0: And then probably, um, I would say, Batman v Superman. Always, yeah. Mine's yeah. Batman v Superman, yeah. Batman, also Dark Knight and Rises. Yep, yeah, mine yeah. is as well. Batman Begins. Yeah. And Dark Knight Dark Knight <laughs> <laughs> so we have oh, the yeah. same ranking yeah I think it's um, yeah when I first saw the, the Dark Knight trilogy I thought Batman Begins was better because I just I like obviously an origin story yeah. um, but then when we rewatched it for this I actually thought yeah Dark Knight is a lot better and I think it's just I think Heath Ledger just kind of tips it over yeah that, you know uh, a brilliant performance as the Joker um,
1: so unexpected as well just came out of nowhere yeah
0: and I think, I was reading this morning, that Christopher Nolan was, was hoping to use unused footage from Dark Knight to introduce Joker into Dark Knight Rises, but
1: obviously... He said, no, I, I yeah, respect for their family, wasn't it? for, for their family
0: and for for Ledger himself. And I think that's why Joker hasn't been introduced in other Batman, um, yeah. Batman films as well. So, okay... Is that going to inform your Batman... Do you need to go on? first with the yeah, Batmans, then?
1: Okay. Uh, last is going to be George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. I just... This thing, he's a good actor, but he's just not a good Batman, and he was in the worst and, Batman movie. Yeah, yet.
0: and he, you can you can kind of say, is that down to him, or is it down to the script? I don't think or it was so, him. I, this thing, I don't think it was
1: no. him. I don't think it was him at all. Yeah. I think it was the script he had to deal with. I think it was the movie he had to deal with, and the fact it was the the wrong casting. Well, I
0: think it just come from it. He, he was in the pro- he's actually still in the hour at the time. Yeah. So he, he was kind
1: of this. He was like the biggest guy on TV, yeah. wasn't
0: he? And um, and maybe maybe he's just trying to find his niche in films. Yeah. Because he's he's much more oh. of that Cary Grant kind of you know that yeah. Ocean kind of character. More more suited for maybe the the like. Not like you know, more comedy style. Not a twisted character yeah. like Bruce Wayne. No.
1: But just thing, on his fair enough to him, you're not going to turn around the chance to play Batman, are you? No. you know. So, like I said, it wasn't his fault. Like no. I said, I think he's a really good actor, just not in this, yeah. not what he had to deal with, you know, the script, the story, yeah. etc. So, and um, what's yours? Uh, yeah, clearly, okay, me Hi, right, I'm going to get some heat for this. I think <laughs> my um uh, next is Michael Keaton for me. Yeah. Me too. Um I think he's overrated. I do when
0: when Batman first came out, I guess there'd been a vacuum because we've not had a Batman film yeah. since Adam West and compared to Adam West's Batman, he was a lot darker. But I still think, you know, Michael Keaton is although he, he, he has appeared in more dramatic roles later in his career I think he's, he still had that baggage of being... Yeah, 100% you know,
1: comedian actor, uh, uh, wasn't And it? the
0: fact that, you know, Batman film, he said that the Batman films are all about Bruce Wayne, not Batman, which... which
1: is just totally... Yeah. I couldn't get
0: it, but, yeah,
1: it is about Bruce, but, you know... It's got to be about Batman. It's a yeah. Batman movie, isn't it? You yeah, know, it's just Yeah, definitely. And it's the thing, I've, I've, do I think it was terrible? No. Do I think people are blinded by nostalgia? Yeah. Yes. And I understand those people who grew up with those movies, that's their Batman, mm. like Christian Bale was my Batman... But I just I I think his movies. Bruce Wayne is meant to be the main guy. And he just it was he was like a second fielder in his own movie. Yeah, he he just didn't do anything in the whole movie, did he? There was barely any Batman either. And yeah, I just think you could put you could have put any actor at the time it, to play the role, and he he just played the same or better. So yeah, I think people are a bit blinded by nostalgia. But
0: um, I would then say Val Kilmer. I think.
1: Yeah, obviously Val yeah. Kilmer um, as well.
0: wasn't a bad Batman again. Maybe it was the... the.
1: Um... I just think he'd done a really good performance in not-so-good film, so there yeah. you go. Yeah.
0: Um, I think had they carried him on into Batman and Robin, maybe, and allowed Schumacher, you know, to make it the way he wanted to, maybe it would have been yeah. a little bit of a better film.
1: Well, like, everyone knows that... that. Falcon was a an actor you know he'd done stuff before he'd done stuff after you know was it, not like Batman was his, was yeah. his proper, proper peak you know um, yeah I think he was a really good ba- Bruce Wayne but a really good Batman yeah. as well and that's that's what makes a good, really good Batman um, doesn't it
0: next one I think Ben Affleck yeah I do um,
1: and this is the thing when I I, I was like everyone when, when I first heard he was cast I was like oh for god's sake you just, they panicked they went for an A-lister and I tell you what he's not the same as he was in the early 2000s, no. you know, the Armageddon days or the,
0: I didn't like him,
1: Paul Harbour days, you know?
0: you know, but then I think, the more I've seen of him, and like you like he as he's matured and got older, I think he's a much better
1: actor, well he kind of yeah. went out of the limelight for about 10 years, didn't he, yeah. and he's come back for this revival, but he
0: made, he made a few really shit films, yeah he did, um, Paul Harbour, Giggly, yeah, yeah, um, but then he's you know, he's, he's, he's made some really good films. Uh but I think, yeah, the fact is an aging Batman as well. And and that's something that really you don't see a lot of no. in films. You usually when an actor gets too old to play the part, they replace him with a younger actor. That's why I like I like I've always liked the film Logan, although I've not been a big fan of the X Men films. I like the film Logan yeah. because it deals with the shivered character, you, you know.
1: know. That's the thing with with Batman's with um uh, ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne, yeah. his character so multi-layered, yeah. and you can tell that he's just been there for twenty well, he's years. He's jaded, done he's yeah, tired. And he has like he has yeah. sort of like this pissed, sort of, cow like yeah. no, just that resting face. You know, you can tell he's been through some shit, and he's done it before. And yeah, I just think his obviously, I think his Batman is yeah. the most darkest it's as in cool. terms of fighting. Like you know, he's he's just he's enough of this shit now. He breaks people's arms and stuff. Yeah. Because the idea, like, was that Batman would be a, a symbol of hope for
0: people, and once once they didn't need him, then Batman yeah. could disappear. But obviously, you know, that he's, didn't happen. He's been at it for 20 <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah,
1: and he's he, he fits he fits the part as well. You know, he's he's six four. He's built yeah. as hell. He's he's got the grey kind of grey hair starting to yeah. show, and it's like you said, it's refreshing to see Batman at that stage of his of his career. You know, yeah. but yeah, I think he's brilliant, Batman, and, and it's just a shame that the Batman on both of our first lists came before because, yeah, yeah is, is Ben Affleck's Batman is brilliant, yeah. I think, and he compasses the character yeah. really well. But I mean, the first, I think it's gonna be on most people's lists is, is uh, Christian Bale yeah. in it. Yeah. I just think, one, first off, I think he's, he, everyone knows he's a world-class actor, you know, and uh, the, he, the role of Batman is no different. He plays the role, the best I've ever seen Bruce Wayne been played um, i think he encum- both his batman and and Bruce Wayne uh how he plays the character is just the best for both you know mm. uh Bruce Wayne you believe he's you know he's he's a bit like a tony stark he's a he's a playboy isn't he he's a yeah. he's a billionaire playboy and you can yeah. you can see that and he plays that well doesn't he but yeah. then when he's fighting crime he's serious and and um yeah I just it encompasses that darkness yeah. that that grittiness you've got to have and so he can do it both ways
0: yeah. I mean he's famously known for his commitment to roles and his, his deep method acting mm. um, I, pr- I appreciate that I really I think probably the last couple of years now I've gained a, a, a greater appreciation of Christian yeah. now because I'd never really seen a lot of the films that he'd been in yeah and so like on, over the last say year or so. You know, I've only recently watched American Psycho, Mm. um and quite a few other films that he's been in and appreciate how I mean, I watched um Vice recently as well. Um which he went through again, weight gain for that. Yeah. He lost a lot of weight for machinist Um but he seems to sort of inhabit that character when he's when he's um on his playing yeah, he's, I mean,
1: like you said, it was machinist. That yeah. was only a year before Batman Begins, so he had to put all of that muscle weight on, yeah. and he actually went overweight by about yeah, thirty pounds. Yeah, website, somewhere like that, you know. Loose, but right. it just dead like you said, his dedication to the role. We yeah. just got tipped your hat off to him, and like, as well as looking the part, he's a world class actor. Yeah. When those are P- probably one of the. He's he's definitely in the top five living yeah. actors today, I'd say. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, just so many things. Of course, as well, it helped being in the movies he was in, but yeah. everything just was just seemed to fall right. You know, it was written yeah. in the stars, and yeah, I think. Well, the
0: fact he started off as a child
1: actor and he, yeah, and not all child and by the actors, sun wasn't it? Yeah. yeah,
0: not all child actors can make that transition, no. but he, he managed to. Um, so yeah, that's that's my top. You know, Although, if it was to be made, it'd have to be Batman versus Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> this is more about your personality. <laughs> <than> that. <laughs> right,
0: well, that's another, another yeah. episode out of the way. Finally got through the Batman yeah. special. We can do something different next week. Yeah. I, don't I don't think, think we've we decided. that we would, w- w- but uh, hopefully you'll tune in next week mm. um, to see what we've come up with. Um, all that's left for me to say is uh, thank you for joining us, and hope to see you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.